He is a mighty God. He's high and lifted up, and he's awesome in all of his ways. And we give him praise this morning. We are honored to come into his presence. We enter into his gates with thanksgiving and with his courts with praise. And we bless him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. I'm certainly grateful for the praise ministry this morning. It ushered us into the presence of the Lord. We are grateful for that. As we, before we present the word of the Lord, just one or two things we want to make you aware of. We plan to be here every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, so please feel free to join us as we lift up the name of the Lord and worship him and look into his word. Uh, the uh, website is uh, www.gncchurch.org, and uh, please join us and please spread the word to others uh, that they might join us as well and lift up the name of Jesus. Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, uh, that same uh, website can join us. And we are trying to make sure that we have availability on the conference call uh, for those who may not be internet uh, people. Uh, the number for that is area code 601, area code 605-475-4000-334041. I think a lot of people have the same idea, maybe using the conference call, so keep calling in until you have the opportunity uh, to reach that uh, to get into us. All right, we are making a, the CDs from the services available for whatever the case may be uh, without charge. If you want to make donation, that's fine, but we're making the CDs from the service available as well. And uh, uh, so that's what we're trying to do. We also ask that you please support us in your giving. Uh, the, the, the church must go on. And so there are a number of ways to, to do that. I'm sure many of you are familiar with GiveLify, Cash App, uh, GN, uh, GNC Church, and uh, however else you may do uh, would work for you, please, uh, please continue to support. I want to go to the word of the Lord this morning in John chapter 4. John chapter 4. John chapter 4. And uh, I'm going to begin reading uh, this morning at verse 19. John 4 and verse 19. So please follow along with us this morning. The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshiped in this mount, and ye, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. In verse 21, which will be our focus for today, verse 21, Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Verse 23, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. May we say amen. <clears throat> also, I do want to make aware that there's a prayer line number that you can call in during the course of the service. Uh, if you have a prayer request and Whatever the case may be, we want to connect with you as well. That number for calling in for prayer requests or an altar call or whatever the case or whatever the need may be, that's area code 314-540-0328. You can call that number during the course of the broadcast this morning and even for a period of time after the broadcast as well. Father, speak to our hearts today as we hear your word. Open us up that we would understand and live by what you would say to us as your people I pray that you bless those that are gathered here and those that are looking online as well. We thank you for your spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen, amen. Uh, my subject this morning is where is the church? As I look around at the building this morning, that seems a very appropriate question because uh, I, uh, I got four people in front of me. We're trying to be, we're trying to be compliant with the uh, recommendations and the order of our, 
of our city and our county. Uh, but the question is, where is the church? And uh, the truth is that as we are uh, now in this place, we are in a very different and a very strange place. I, can, I think we can all agree to that. We are in a very different and a very strange place. All around the world and in our country, our state, and even our city, we are in a very different and strange place. The, uh, the coronavirus uh, pan pandemic uh, has ushered us into a strange world in our, in our physical surroundings, a different place. Uh, in our work environments, many of us are working in ways that we have never done before. Certainly our social interactions, our financial situations, they're concerned about that. Our health prognosis, all these things, we're in a very different and a very strange world. This, in, in a personal way, even this, this week, for the last week and a half, my father has been hospitalized, and I asked you to pray for Bishop Tommy Harshley. And, uh, but in the hospital, we as a family are not even able to see him. It's a very different and a very strange world that we're living in. I have a very good next-door neighbor. We've been neighbors for almost 25 years, and he, he passed away about a, a week and a half ago. And uh, the, the family is unable to have a, a, a formal uh, funeral as we would typically have that. We're in a very different and a very strange world. But this morning, this Sunday morning, as, as we sit in our living rooms or as we sit in our dining rooms or whatever, looking at our computer screen, our tablet, our phone, it, it may seem to us that perhaps like the church is somehow gone. It may, it may seem that way to us uh, in our natural sense. And the question is, where is the church today? But I want to proclaim something to everyone here under the sound of my voice that even in this place of the new normal, I want you to know that the church of Jesus Christ is still here. That the church of Jesus Christ is still here. Well, look at the word of the Lord. We've read in John chapter 4 in the life of our Savior during his earthly ministry. Uh, we learn of an incident that, uh, that was very profound. And we see that Jesus went out of his way uh, to have an intervention. I like that. He had an intervention in the life of a very uh, unusual uh, woman. And uh, this, this story is found in John 4. And we're, we're dealing with this unnamed woman who Jesus uh, interacted with at, the, Sumerian, at the, the well of Samaria. Most of us are familiar with the story. That Jesus goes to Samaria, a place where Jews did not normally go. And there was this uh, historical setting. There was an animosity between the Jews and the Samaritans. And he, the Lord sits at the well, and the woman approaches him. And when she approaches him, Jesus asked her to give him a drink of water. And after making that request, as you would read through the word of the Lord, you see the dialogue ensues, and they talk back and forth. I won't read that this morning, but it's in John 4, verses 4 through 18. You see the, 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 the exchange that happens. And the result of that conversation is that Jesus tells this woman that he has water, that if a person drinks of the water that he has, they'll never thirst again. Uh, this is a, a profound and a, just a remarkable statement that the Lord makes to this woman. And after he says that, the woman says to her, give me that water. Hallelujah. Give me that water that I would never have to thirst again. And so we move further through the conversation, and uh, the Lord tells her, go get her husband. We all remember this story. We like this part of it. And she says to the Lord, I don't have a husband. And then Jesus blows, blows her mind, I'm sure, because he tells her what we know the story. You spoke the truth, woman. You've had how many? Y'all know. 
Five, yes, yeah, yes. We had four people. Five, you've had five. You had more husbands than people said in this auditorium this morning. You had five husbands. <laughs> and the one that you have now is not your husband. And uh, this, this statement that of the Lord uh, sort of proves his godness, that he is God, that he's omniscient, that he knows everything. And uh, this woman then immediately understands that there's more to Jesus than meets the eye. Her spiritual eyes begin to open up to a degree, and she perceives that he is a prophet. And then she makes an observation that we want to focus in this morning, John chapter 4 and verse 20. She says this, Our fathers worshiped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. This is the statement that she makes immediately after the Lord discloses his godness to her. And uh, w when this woman has this revelation concerning uh, the, the identity of Jesus, she calls him a prophet. We understand that he was more than just a prophet. Uh, after she makes that statement, then the first thing on her mind is the idea and the understanding or even the need to worship in the temple, immediately she goes to this understanding, we worship in the mountain, but you Jews worship in Jerusalem. And uh, the real essence of the question or the statement that she makes when you boil it down is this, where is the place where we're supposed to worship? That's the, real, that's the real question. That's the real uh, statement in its essence to the Lord. Where is the place that we are supposed to worship? And uh, the way we would put it in, in 2020 language is this, where is the church? That's, that's really how it is as I understand in a modern context. Where is the church? And so this was a very serious, a very, a very profound uh, question. It's a real issue. And uh, because once a person uh, begins to see spiritually, they want to worship. Once you begin to understand uh, even a little bit about our God, you don't have to understand everything about him. But once you begin to understand something, uh, down on the inside, our worship uh, begins to develop, the desire to worship. And so this woman says, where is the temple? And, and, and listen to what Jesus says as a result of this question. Verse 21, listen to the words of the Lord. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. What is the Lord saying? He's saying that a time is coming, uh, it's coming, and it isn't here at this very moment, but it's coming when worship will occur not in any place that you think of, woman. There's coming a place of worship that uh, right now you don't understand. It's not going to be in Jerusalem, and it's not going to be in Samaria. And he makes it clear that uh, this, this temple worship that is going to develop in the day and the hour that is to come is going to be a place that she doesn't know of now. And so the Lord left this lady, this woman at the well, with a very profound understanding, but not entirely complete for her purposes. He said a time was coming uh, when the temple was not going to be in Jerusalem or in Samaria. It's going to be somewhere else. And the question is this, where is the temple that Jesus said was coming? 
Where is the temple that the Lord said is coming? And I'm grateful, brothers and sisters, that the Lord uh, doesn't leave us in ignorance and he doesn't leave us in darkness. We need to know where it is that that temple of which Jesus was speaking of. Where is it that uh, that place that is coming? And as we read further in the word of the Lord, I want you to take notes of this. This will be good for your study this week as you as you uh, focus and as you uh, have devotions. And uh, listen to this. God's Word gives us some clarity and some understanding. In 1 Corinthians 3 and 16, I know we all like John 3, 16, but this is 1 Corinthians 3 and 16. Listen to what the Word of the Lord says. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Listen to the Word of God. You are the what? temple of God. And listen to another text, 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. 2 Corinthians 6 and 16. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. 1 Peter 2 and 5, one more verse. Ye also as lively stones or as living stones are built up as a spiritual house. And so all this together helps us to understand this. A marvelous truth that the temple of God is not actually a physical place. It's not actually a physical place. It's not in Jerusalem. It's not in Samaria. The temple of God is not in uh, Kansas City or Chicago or Indianapolis or St. Louis. It's not a physical place, actually. Every believer that has been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, you and I are the temple of the living God. I know there's just four of this morning, but just put your hands together and give the Lord a praise. We are the temple of the Lord Jesus Christ. And look at what the Lord said here. Uh, Go back to John 4 and verse 21. The Lord says in his word, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. In verse 23, I love this. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit And in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. And verse 24 brings it to conclusion. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And I come this morning to to proclaim this to everybody under the sound of my voice, that Jesus said that the hour is coming. And I want you to know now that the hour has come. That the hour is here, that the hour is, has arrived when the true worshipers are going to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Uh, oh, I, I feel the Holy Ghost here this morning in this place. Uh, can I go just a little bit deeper? Can I? Uh, we are the temple of the living God. As we look in the word of the Lord, if you were to, if you were to turn back to Chronicles, the seventh chapter, there you have the story of the dedication of the temple that Solomon 
Solomon built. His father David wanted to build it, but he couldn't do it. But Solomon went forth and built the temple. And there we have the story of the dedication of the temple that was dedicated to the living God. And after Solomon and the people prayed, the word of the Lord tells us that fire fell from heaven. That fire fell from heaven at the dedication service of the temple. Hallelujah. Uh, let that reflect in your mind that there was a dedication of the temple in those days. But does anybody remember something else that happened? Uh, move forward a thousand plus years and there on the day of Pentecost after our Lord ascended into glory, the word of the Lord tells us that suddenly there came from a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Hallelujah. And suddenly there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it set upon each of them. Uh, listen to this brothers and sisters. That fire that set upon each of them was a dedication of the temple. It's God's word of ratifying and saying that that thing that was in the past is not the case anymore. That there is a temple now and those who are filled with my spirit they are the temple of the living God. If I have anybody here this morning that you are the temple of the living God, just give God a praise this morning for he is worthy. Hallelujah, he is worthy. And so we have the understanding and the powerful truth and the blessing that we are the temple of the living God. Uh, we have in the word of the Lord, in the book of Acts, the second chapter, I'm almost through here, we have the church that has been established. Acts chapter 2, and the Bible shows us that the word of the Lord has come and there's been repentance and faith and people have been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 46, the word of the Lord says this, and they continually, the word of the Lord says what? Daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. What are we saying here that those who are filled with the, the Spirit of the living God, understanding that they are the temple. And that temple, those, that, those who are filled with His Spirit, that we come together. I, I think that we are in this new place, clearly as a culture and as a country, even as a nation. We're in a new place. But understand this, that we are the church. That we are the temple of the living God. That the church is not a building. We're grateful for this building and all over the world uh, we have built churches for the gathering to coming together. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for this place that the Lord has given us. But I want you to understand that the church is still here. Even if we don't come together on a weekly basis, the church of Jesus Christ still stands. And the Lord, in fact, made a powerful statement concerning his church in Matthew 16 and verse 18. We know what the Lord says. He speaks to the disciples. And he says, speaking to Peter, he asked them, who do men say that I am? And there's a discussion. But the Lord Jesus says this, and I also say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock... I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Understand, brother and sister and friend, that nothing can stand against the church of Jesus Christ. Not death, 
not disease, not hatred, not prejudice, not illness, not politics, not fear, not racism, not materialism, not anything that you and I can face in this world. Nothing can stand against the church of Jesus Christ, not even the coronavirus, the COVID-19. Nothing can stand against the church of Jesus Christ. We are the church and I want us to remember how powerful we are and that we are more than conquerors and that we are victorious. Brothers and sisters, we don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. And we are securing him. I don't know what's going to happen in our country, in our city, in the weeks and the months ahead. But you and I are secure in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is not troubled and he's not scratching his head and he's not puzzled and he's not left without an answer. Oh! hallelujah because the church shall stand and nothing shall prevail against it and we're blessed and highly favored brothers and sisters to be a part of the church of Jesus Christ and so while we're not gathered here today we may not gather down the street at various churches we are still together because we are the church put your hands together one more time and bless the Lord because he is worthy the words of Jesus stand in my heart this morning. He says, woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. I encourage you this morning in your bedroom, in your dining room, in your family room, in your car, or wherever you may be right now. I just want you right now to lift your heart and mind to a place of worship. Uh, right now, right where you are, I want you to lift your heart and your mind to a place of worship because He is worthy. I want you to think of the goodness of the Lord and the blessings of the Lord and the favor of the Lord. Ah, uh, hallelujah. And the promises of the Lord uh, that He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. Uh, right now, lift your heart and mind to a place of worship and give Him glory. Uh, give Him glory and give Him praise. Uh, I want you to bow your heads and pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus we bless you today and we honor you today because you are the mighty God that there's no God like you none besides you none with you you are God all by yourself oh bless your holy name and Father, today we thank you that we are able to receive your word. We thank you that even through technology we were able to come together. We bless you and thank you for that. And Father, I thank you today that even someone where they are, that they would realize that they're not alone, that you're with them, God, and that we are yet together. I pray that there be a spirit of prayer, a spirit of worship, a spirit of thanksgiving. Oh, hallelujah. And I come against any spirit of fear and anxiety. We are the church of Jesus. Jesus Christ, uh, temples where you dwell, Lord. Uh, today I bless you and give you glory. Uh, and Father, I pray, Lord, today that if there's someone who does not know you as Savior, uh, that they'll come to a place of repentance and faith, uh, that they will trust you for their eternal salvation, uh, that they'll come and be baptized in your holy name uh, and fill with your Holy Spirit. Uh, and we give you all the glory this morning, uh, all the praise and all the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, put your hands together and bless the Lord wherever you are. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. This morning I want to recognize and I want to reiterate that if you have heard this message and the Lord has touched your heart and you feel the need to pray, we have a prayer line that's available for you, even to call right now. Amen. And we'll pray with you. And if the line is busy, just leave a message and we'll call you back. But call this number, 314-540-0328. I'll repeat that one more time. Area code 314-540-0328. That line will be available for a while, even after service today. Feel free to call in. Amen. And God bless you. God bless you. As we're closing, as we said, we want to re remind you that uh, Sunday mornings we'll be here at 10 o'clock and Wednesday at 7 o'clock. I'm very excited about a, a series that I'm going to begin teaching this coming Wednesday. And the series is What's Going On? What's Going On? And so we're going to deal with some of the contemporary events that are happening in our world and try to put them in a the context of uh, what the Word of the Lord teaches us about the end times. I'm very excited about it, and I believe it will be a blessing to you. So I encourage others to, to, to tune in, uh, to watch online. And and I uh, hope we can get the phone lines working. Maybe you'll be able to listen in as well. But please do that. that that's going to be a series entitled, What's Going On? So please uh, call in and, and listen and uh, watch, and you'll be blessed. And I think it'll give you a greater understanding of where we are in these last and evil days, as the old folks used to say. Also, as a final point, we ask that you do support us. Um, we're not coming together in, uh, in a normal way, but uh, the, 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 the church must go on, and the expenses and all those things are set, and they, they are there, uh, whether we're here or not. And so we have opportunities to give. Many of you that are watching online, there's a, there's a tab to give online giving. Uh, please do that. Uh, GiveLify is an app. It's a phone app that you can use. Use your smartphone to give. Just go to give, uh, download the GiveLify app, and then just type in Grace New Covenant Church, and you'll see a picture of the church, and you can go from there. You put in a debit card, and it works. Um, a, a newer way that we have got is a cash app. Uh, some of you are familiar with that, the cash app, and it works pretty well. All these things will go right to the church's account. And this is all caps. You put dollar sign. GNC Church, dollar sign GNC Church, and uh, that will work as well. Uh, if you want to drop off your offering at the church or mail it to the church, 711 Chambers Road, uh, 63137, you can certainly do that or drop it into the mail slot. Please no, no cash uh, if you do that, but just uh, uh, money orders or, or, or checks would work as fine. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Uh, we're going to continue praying. I want us to pray one for another in this season. Reach out to your brother and sister uh, in any ways that you can. The prayer line still continues on Monday night and Tuesday mornings, the prayer line that we have always had in place. Uh, please call in on Monday night at 7 o'clock and Tuesday mornings at 7, at 7 o'clock. That's area code 1605. 475-4000. The code there is 334041. I believe those are the uh, extent of the announcements today. I'm very grateful for all you who joined us. And uh, keep on praying. Keep on loving one another. And God is yet in control. We're going to dismiss at this time. I want Minister Thomas Harsley to come and dismiss us uh, in prayer. And uh, God bless you. God be with you. And we will see you again Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Minister Harsley, God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Harsley, for that powerful word. And wherever you're tuned in, if you would just pray with me now. Lord, we thank you for this gathering today. We thank you, Father, that you are still God and that you are in control, Lord. And we ask you, God, to help us to worship you in spirit and in truth. Wherever we're at, God, we will continue to worship you because you're worthy of all the praise. We ask you to cover our homes, cover our families, protect us, Lord, from dangers, 
seen and unseen, God. Keep us safe, and we thank you, and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen.